Welcome to the Explosion Network's exploration of Studio Ghibli. Each week we'll be discussing one of the films from within the library of the celebrated animation studio. This is Studio Ghibli's Animated Wonders. Hello, my name is Dylan Blight, and joining me to discuss today's animated wonder is Kieran Marchand. Hi, everyone. I don't know where I am, what's going on, but give me 20 minutes and you'll find me asleep in a bush. Also here, Ashley Hoffman. Hey, Dylan. Excited to be here to talk about mansions in the middle of nowhere. Sure. Excited Uh, to be here to talk about being neglected by your parents. (laughs) Okay, yeah, Uh, that's a bit dark. Today's movie is uh, the last Studio Ghibli film. It's titled When Marnie Was There, uh, directed by Hirosama Yonobashi, written by him and Masashi Ando Kiko Niwa, and based on the novel by Joan G. Robinson. The main cast was Sarah Taka. Tasuki, Kasumi Arimura, Nanoko Matsushima, Susumi Terajima, Toshi Nagishi. It was released in 2014. The synopsis for the film is due to 12-year-old Anna's asthma. She's sent to stay with relatives of her guardian in the Japanese countryside. She likes to be alone sketching. She befriends Mani, who is the mysterious... Who is the mysterious blonde Mani? So I copy pasted this synopsis from IMDb and they failed to put a question mark at the end of, of that. So I was going to read it entirely different. Right. <laughs> See how it was, uh, should probably be re- uh, written. Away from my past one day I- uh, Kieran, what did you think of this film? Um, I think it was good, but at the same time, I found myself very confused at this movie for the majority of its runtime even when they were kind of explaining it i was still very confused at times about what exactly was going on um it's very strange that this is the last movie from ghibli that we're watching because often it's even though you know it's not the very end there's still potentially ghibli movies coming out but you always expect the last movies in a series of stuff is supposed to be Almost like the you're supposed to see everything they've learned from the other twenty movies they've made so far, um, and I don't feel this movie was the culmination of that. I still think there was still some kind of plot devices or plot points that were kind of weak in this movie, um, but I, I still enjoyed it and I really loved the art and the actual scenery in this um, movie overall. I thought it was really well done. Ash. Yeah, I didn't really enjoy this one a lot. I think it was fine. Um, yeah, the obviously the mystery was throughout the entire film. It kind of, I kind of saw where it was going, like towards the end. Obviously, but, well, to be fair, I, I I didn't know where it was going until very close to the end. But I did see like the last couple of reveals coming. Um, but uh, I mean. There's some interesting themes and things touched on in it. Uh, obviously, it's animated very well. Um, I feel like certain characters are like pop up all of a sudden and then they disappear. Specifically, the row rowing guy, he shows yeah, up. He definitely, and then he just shows up right at the end. I mean, sure, he's got and no the, lines when he's in the, throughout the entire thing, but 
they set up that he's not going that he doesn't talk and you're like oh this is going to be a big plot point this is going to be a reveal is going to be based on him talking some point later in the movie no no (laughs) just it's like the writers have gone oh crap we never tied up that plot point oh Uh, this character was even here let's quickly put him here and he's just going to say one little thing that's like okay yeah so yeah i mean there's elements i liked but i I don't think it's it's kind of a disappointing end cap if it was if it is going to be an end cap uh, so I feel like I'm on the opposite spectrum because I r- actually really enjoyed this. Uh, <laughs> uh, I enjoyed the mystery. I enjoyed the characters. Uh, I was actually, by the time we got to the end, I was actually just crying in the end credits. So I feel like this movie just affected me on a different level. I was still sad. I was still sad in the end credits. Like I still wanted, I still had that kind of teary-eyed like, but also at the same time, that's because I was part of me was like, this is saying goodbye to Animated Wonders as a series for the Studio, studio Ghibli portion. Um, but also at the same time, it was it was a goodbye for characters in this movie. Yeah, I mean, no, I wasn't thinking about that at all. Just talking about the movie. It's like- <laughs> Fine. <laughs> put out, put it, go on the attack here. Um, no, I, I honestly don't know why. I could not like pinpoint why. I got so into this because it's not like the, if you want to like sort of like transition into what I take as the the themes and stuff, like obviously, yeah, I feel like a heavy part of this is to do with um, Anna's character being uh, in a foster family and then she has a lot of um, issues inside her to do with her, 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 both her foster parents, but then also she seems to hide this, sort of hatred slight hatred or anger or angst towards her real parents for leaving her even if it wasn't their their fault um and obviously she she deals with a, a heavy dose of anxiety um slash depression which is obviously a big part of that and yep. definitely a lot of like self-hatred towards herself put on due to um her asthma and she like turns that into thinking that she's you know, not 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 a real person, not not a full person, and I think I think I'll, that turns into her to like outwardly sort of attacking people, and you obviously see that in one particular scene where she attacks the calls uh, the, the girl, girl just straight up call her fat, yeah, fat pig. Um, but then obviously the up until that point, the, the movie literally opens of her explaining. I can't remember the exact line off my head, but it's like, you know, there, there's circles in the world and it's like some people are on the inside and some people are on the outside and I'm on the outside. And I yep. feel like, I think it's something along those lines is how the, the, the yep. movie starts. And I feel like that kind of just sets up the overall tone, especially for Anna as a character and how she thinks about life and thinks about herself. Cause she's straight away. The movie just tells you, here's a character who sees herself on the outside. Um, not for a lot of reasons, but particularly to do with, uh, her family situation and then also the fact that she considers her to not be a like a fully formed functioning human because she has to deal with this asthma and then she also deals with this high level anxiety and then straight away in the first five minutes of the movie you see her have such a simple social interaction with um teacher her te- one of her teacher or whatever and that just does enough to to, so. to send her off the edge so it i, I think the way they introduce her characters is quite interesting and stuff and then they, the way they build upon that 
and they delve more into the the parent slash foster family issues and stuff especially when she opens up midway through the movie uh to marnie about um she explains how she she found the the check or whatever it was that her foster mom is getting this money and then she's like I, I i like she's like i wouldn't even care but she's just so upset about the fact that they're hiding it and she's you could it was one of those moments where you could tell here's someone like saying something that they've never said out loud before but i find it quite weird because I, I can sort of relate to of course like all the anxiety slash depression elements but i feel like the the main stuff is to do with um parent issues uh particularly like foster family type things that i think know? this movie once again has a cultural side to it the, i i don't think that it doesn't have the same impact for me because of culture like in japan there is a very big thing about say somebody with bad asthma sending them away to the countryside to get clean air clean to, air. to to get clean air and fresh air into your system and get you away to get you healthy um which is not really something that i don't think would ever really happen in you know the western civilized civilization generally um yeah. our air is not toxic enough yet clearly um and then there's also like the stuff about her being her mother like her mother being ashamed of receiving payments for her and then her taking that as their only wanting like i can see like the leap. i think yep. the mental health stuff around this movie is actually really good and i really i think this is a very good portrayal of mental health illness in a younger person um and how she perceives that as something bad and negative that the fact that the only reason they're keeping her around is because they're being paid to do paid it to do it yeah but i don't i don't quite understand the the mother's kind of shame around getting paid to do it because i guess in australia it's very normal to get subsidies and get like things for child support and for fostering children and stuff like that so it's a very just normal in terms yeah, of like i think yeah i think it's a cultural thing about not wanting to rely on the government and that kind of thing yes it's like a pr yeah. pride thing i suspect correct so it's just very it's just very oh, that i was like okay that's the key thing about the movie but i think it's just it's very hard to connect with that point um going through this yeah. uh as for the the third thing i wrote down which is obviously friendship i find that one the most interesting because obviously the friendship is between Anna and Marnie, but of course, by the time you get to the end of the movie, it's all revealed that um, it's a figment of her imagination um, and to make things even more though, confusing. Or is the, it? Well, the, I guess. Is yes, it, it's, it is. It, it's not. She, well, they, or is can, it past? They, do, they, they have that uh, the painter lady she's like oh you've seen her too so maybe if you want to like take it they, they do leave it open that if you want to believe that like there is some spiritual element of her it could there, be my biggest thing is that like all of the stuff all the information that she got from ghost marnie marnie imagination friend was all too accurate to the truth which is a bit of like of information that she just didn't have it's or all, it was like from her younger, and then she didn't remember it. Like yeah, they basically, told her they, when they she basically explained that all of the stuff that she was, uh, the stories that Marnie was telling her, and all this sort of stuff was all stuff that had been like buried in uh, Anna's brain from uh, when she, she, her grandmother was caring for her when she was real little. 
for the first couple of years when she was real little. And they have a quick scene of that, of her explaining like, oh, this one time I did this while little baby Anna's sitting there. So it's it's, it's supposed to be all be repressed memory okay. information or, or whatever. And then they also, it's like, oh, well, how does she know what Anna looked like or what uh, um, Marnie looked like and all this sort of stuff. They have one scene where she's like quite young and there's, all, there's a doll that she's holding that looks pretty much like uh, Marnie in her blue dress that she has at one stage so uh, uh, the, the movie doesn't connect all the dots but it's you know she all these different things throughout her life she's sort of created this version of Marnie in front of her that she doesn't realize is actually her grandmother uh, to help her deal with stuff and I guess you know like if you want to believe in the supernatural side then that's the supernatural side but I guess the other more um, non-supernatural way to look at it is you've got this character going through a lot um obviously quite stressed a lot and then she comes out here and for whatever reason um the the looking at that house the mansion just springs something in her mind well, where she if you go cut back to the end of the film that's yeah, the she picture, picture she's holding yes, she was hiding yes, yes. Holding so when she first that's like came the to the trigger point then i guess and she yeah. creates this character um and that helps her deal with working through uh both many all of her issues really like be be that um her anxiety for you to talk like opening up about her foster parents opening up about her real family her real friends um helping her deal better with going out in public um making real friends all these sorts of things you know um it's like either you buy into it or you don't, I guess. And either way, like if you buy into it being supernatural, if you buy into it not being supernatural, I don't think it really matters. Either it doesn't matter how you buy into it. I think the movie works if it works for you, however you want it to work for you, kind of thing. Um, but was there any other Ash on those like those themes or any uh, another one that you noticed? Was there any other points? Um, no, I think that was the main kind of thing. I think, um, yeah, like obviously the mental health. Uh, kind of things and like memories and family, I guess is the main themes and the things that kind of explore you. I will say when it comes to friendship, it's not just the friendship with Marnie, but it's the other friendship she makes through her friendship with Marnie or because of the it. little so girl she, at the end. She befriends the little girl. She befriends the the, the artist. Lady, yeah. The yeah, exactly. They also she also befriends uh, the gentleman in the boat that disappears and comes back at his will. He's not um, important. I don't know why you say that. <laughs> <laughs> he just he was just very introduced very early to be this character that I was I was you know what I was actually kind of interested in because I'm like oh this character just freaking turned up when she got herself stuck on this next to this mansion like yeah. does this so guy you know, often be very important you know he's like yeah, a coast guard he, or something. He, he, just help her out, you know? Is he going to be a, a character that she's going to talk to a lot to kind of build up her understanding? And, and, and Is she going to address the fact that during these times when she's playing with Marnie, she's just playing by herself around somewhere? Yeah. You know, yeah. the, the just, other thing the other thing about the Marnie plot line that I just, I just couldn't, I just wanted explained was just the random sections where either her or Marnie would like quote unquote disappear and then Mar like there was a second where like she disappeared, she was calling for Marnie, and then Marnie came running, and I was like, What what is going on here? <laughs> like I'm just like it's just there was just almost too much supernaturally stuff going on for this to just be an imagination thing. I actually think a lot of that stuff is why this movie would actually just make a very good live action uh like I could see this movie being told as a live action 
indie flick that you'd watch at ten o'clock on SBS. You know what I mean? Like I feel like the the themes, the story, everything you could you could kind of remake this in live action. It would it fit lots of is weird it the, things. Is it like could it possibly be Japan's animated brought to real life version of Fight Club? Uh, mate, I was gonna say what we watch on what we watch a couple weeks. The Jim Carrey thing. What's that? What's that called? Uh, liar, liar. No, 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 no. Eternal Sunshine is what was mine. Eternal Sunshine. Like, the, you could do this and imagine it like as an Eternal Sunshine t- type tone. You know what I mean? Yeah, maybe. Just saying. I could, I could see it. I'm watching it. I mean, um, I wouldn't be surprised. Netflix, get on that. <laughs> it's, it's just like often you watch these movies, like you watch Ghibli or just generally anime movies, and you're like, there's a reason this is animated. It's because they do like fantastical scenes or the characters just kind of work within that anime type character tri- uh, characterization you know and you're like you can't really picture yeah. that as live action whereas watching this movie for the i think it's the only ghibli movie i've actually watched maybe great for the fireflies but even then i'm like man maybe not but I mean, it's like, like it's no, the only ghibli movie kids actually shut up actually shut up actually shut up it's the kids only, to cry like that shut up it's the only ghibli movie <laughs> i have watched apart from the one we won't mention where i was like i could kind of see this one as live action which is saying something i guess um but you couldn't see all the slice of life ones being live action? No, because sometimes they have it just depends. Like there's there's a reason there's so many slice of life. Like animes. only yesterday? You just wouldn't make only yesterday no. to live action? No. I think a lot of charm is in the characters, the way they're drawn in particular, as we've kind of talked about. Like the the fact they tried to make them semi semi realer than other Ghibli things, but then that's also a reason it stands out so much more in my my mind like the way those characters are drawn and pre- presented so i'm like the second you cast real actors does it take away some of the the charm of that movie for me especially like mm-hmm. switching between the young girl and the um the, the older version and then also they have several scenes where there's um they do like uh oh fuck i forget the word now the they don't show they, much you know what i mean they do the middle yeah, the little stuff. pictures like or the... just stuff like that you know so i'm like no i never i never thought about it for that one just this one for whatever reason um, Kieran, was there any other th- themes stuff you want to talk about there or st- something I've missed? No, I think we've covered it all pretty, pretty good. Damn right we have. Uh, all right, then. Uh, what was your favorite character and/or moment, Kieran? Um, I really like Anna's character. I like it was. I really enjoyed her overall character growth. Um, and just and how she dealt with or how the movie dealt with her depression such anxiety. Um, I thought it was really well done. I actually really, I did really enjoy the ending, not just because of animated wonder stuff, but I really enjoy it when Ghibli has done it several times where they have these more like epilogue style credit scenes where the credits are rolling, but there's still more to the story happening. I really enjoy when anime in general does that. Um, So to see her driving through and apologizing for calling the girl a fat pig and and seeing different characters she's spoken to. Uh, <laughs> Next time you need to come take out the trash with us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's just, uh, yeah, it was a really good kind of closing off point for this movie. Karen, um, Ash, sorry. How about you? Uh, I'm going to say oh Setsu, Setsu, the uh, auntie who's looking after her in the countryside. I thought she was really great. I like really caring and like... Didn't care that she was constantly 
passing out all over the place. Uh, yes. <laughs> like, maybe after the third or fourth time, somebody, some random person from your village brought her home unconscious, you'd be like, hmm, let's just slow down on the going far away by yourself kind of thing. Let's nah, just- you just need some watermelon. You'll be all good. <laughs> Uh, favorite moment? I think I really enjoyed the moment after she comes back from after the fair, where the the girl's mother is like yelling, talking shit about her, and she's like hiding in the corner. <laughs> and obviously, Sisu is like really supportive and like like pretty much gives her the, the mother a bit of sass and that kind of thing. So yeah, I enjoyed that. Really, from Ashley Hobley standards, the 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 auntie should really have as soon as she saw the little girl come home give her grief about not helping with the war effort and grief her into going and living by herself next to that mansion. Yeah, that's true. Um, I may, I'm, I'm <laughs> going to, I'm going to double up here, but I, as I said at the start, I really enjoyed the ending. So that's going to be my, my pick from, from my favorite. All that, the, the epilogue, yeah, I guess. I saw the grandmother reveal coming. I think that was pretty, yeah, it kind, that was kind of, of foreshadowed. Yeah. Yes, yeah, it started yeah, it getting played I think for me, the eyes were the connection where they were both had blue eyes they, of that color, and I would they like started to, pointing that out. I, I mean, as like soon as they started telling Marnie's story, I'm like, oh, they're going to be related. I think I no, like it was to, like the car crash. That was the thing. I'm like, oh yeah, they can. Your car crash. I would like to rewatch it because <laughs> I, I I feel like what as I was watching it, I don't know if this is true or not. Maybe I should just Google. But I feel like they, as the movie progressed, they slowly and slowly started making Marnie look more like. Uh, Anna, and that may be just me, my brain playing there tricks. There was, you know what? There was at one point my brain was working on the theory that Anna and Marnie were the same person, and yeah, it that's was what just I thought like, at first. I thought they yeah, were just and the I, same and person. I, and I, the character, their face, their faces are very similar hmm. throughout it. So I, 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 I can see where you might think that. Yes, yeah, and if they if they did do that, um, if that is a thing. It was very subtle. Then I guess that is them just slowly revealing the fact that they're related, even if it was making my brain think that they're going to just be the the same person. But either way, it worked, I guess, because I was like they're looking similar, similar, you know. But maybe they never changed them. Maybe just by the time I'm approaching the end of the movie, my brain's just trying to solve the mystery before it tells me. I'm like reading between the lines and seeing things that aren't really there. Who knows? Um, but yeah, no, obviously Anna, favorite character. I enjoyed both the. Her um, family members there, though. They were quite funny. I enjoyed them. I know Ash yeah. hates irresponsible uh, parent figures in Ghibli films, so that's fine. I mean, I enjoyed them. Well, I enjoyed, Ashley, I enjoyed the no, I side with them. They're fine. <laughs> Auntie's always you right. You side with these ones. Yet, oh, this no, is, I sided mm, with the other auntie as well, so, I mean, respect your you elders. But you sided with the terrible one from Great The one the who uh, was laying down the law on, amongst unruly children. Laying down the I'm sorry, did my did Anna st- starve to death? I don't think so. No. Um, <laughs> yeah. uh, so they'll do it. And anyway, anyway, anyone got last thoughts? I mean, I think it's interesting that it ended with a song, uh, sung in English. Great song, really good song. That really fit. It was really I good mean, song. It was like, um, but it was a bit jarring i'm like damn did this switch over to like the english well, you know what else is jarring? english you just reminded me do you know <laughs> that scene when marnie and anna start dancing and 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 marnie starts humming this song she literally just starts humming the piece of music we've been hearing several times throughout the, the movie which I'm, I'm not sure if that piece of music's just called like anna's theme or something like that but like she literally starts humming a piece of music 
that I had been hearing in the movie. And that took me out of the movie for a second, but I think it was supposed to, I guess. And maybe that's a hint at things to come. And I just didn't piece it together what? then. But I remember yeah. what she was doing. I'm like, Marnie was part of, in on the movie. She realized she's yeah, inside know. the movie and just humming part of the score. Yeah. Didn't she, didn't Anna hum, didn't um, Marnie hum that piece of music when she was looking after um, Anna when she was a baby, though? Like, I, it, that might maybe. be the connection. Yeah. Yeah, that might that, be the that, I think that's how the that piece of music links yeah. through. I feel like I might need to... I feel like if I watch this twice, then I'll definitely start connecting more things. But it took me out of the movie for a hot second because I was like, I've been I've been enjoying this piece of music that I've heard several times throughout the movie. And now all of a sudden, one of the characters is humming it. And they shouldn't know the song because it's part of the movie. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> this doesn't also, make sense. That's a weird I need to. <laughs> I was super, super confused by... The the only section where they were like filling in the gaps was the bit where she's like, I went outside and danced with the flower girl. I was like, that seems really random if it's not Anna. But then also, straight to, yes, Granny was a mean person, but like, they like straight up just murked her just by like locking her in that room. I was that's like, okay, come sure. Up that's what it was. I think a, a lot of times when... Marnie starts saying stuff that's like not Anna. It's kind of like Anna's brain is uh, filling in the gaps, like not making it work. And all, and all of a sudden, the version that's playing out is just the version that she got told of the story as a as a little kid. And you know, like yeah, because that boy did come rescue her yeah, from the so in the story. And, Anna's replacing certain characters in the story. Yes, yeah, in the life story, exactly. Yeah. So she probably did dance with a flower girl, and that's why she says I dance with the 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 flower girl. But in our version of the story, the flower girl's played by Anna, obviously. Anna. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that'll do it for animated wonder number twenty one. When Marnie was here, uh, you can let us know what you thought of the film on the Twitters. You can find all of our Twitters by heading to explosionnetwork.com slash Twitter. Uh, for the first time, there is no new film next week. Um, kinda. This is not the final episode. This is the final movie. We are doing one more episode of this show next week. We shall be discussing what future we think Studio Ghibli has. If if we think there's one, like, is it one more movie from Miyazaki and Dunn? We're going to be talking all about that. Um, and we'll be going to give our final rankings, of course, for all of these films. And to help kind of spur this conversation uh, at the, the final retrospective or future perspective, whatever you want to call it about Ghibli, we're going to be watching um, the... Oh, fuck, what's it called? The House of uh, uh, Imagination something. Oh, God damn it. What is it called? I, I had it on the tip of my tongue just before, and I, I didn't think I had to look it up. <laughs> hold on. Hold on. Hold, hold on, everyone. Uh, it's, it's, it's right. Uh, the Kingdom of Dreams and Madness. Right. Yeah, documentary that came out a couple years ago. Uh, that followed uh, Miyazaki and uh, Sayo Takahata as they were making both of their, the last two films we watched. That's how that works. So we're going to talk about that to spur the conversation a little bit. And that will be the finale of Studio Ghibli's Animated Wonders next week. Hope you come back to listen to it. Until then, boy. <laughs>